Thank you, Sarah. I need all the encouragement I, I can get, especially if I'm going to be square dancing later. Did you say square dancing? See, we had a meeting, and I heard we were going to do like a, a fun crowd breaker, and somehow it turned into country music along with movement. So I guess that's square dancing uh, if you're in Calgary. We all know how to line dance, right? But it's just for leaders, and so we're mature enough. We can, we can be okay. Uh, so come on out tonight. I want to reemphasize the importance of tonight's meeting if you're serving in any way in the church, uh, serving as a volunteer. Or maybe your heart would just be, hey, I would like to get involved, especially in the area of communities. As Sarah mentioned, we're going to be focusing this year on building community at First Assembly to another level. And part of that is starting community groups. And so maybe you would love the opportunity to open up your home or you'd have a gift of hospitality or you feel a call to leadership in any area in that area of community. So we just invite you to come tonight. It's going to be great. Do you have your Bible this morning? You can turn in your Bible, turn on your Bible, or you can look at the Bible in the sky. Joshua chapter 1, that's where we're going this morning. Joshua chapter 1, if you have a Bible, we're in our series, Soul Search. This is the conclusion of our Soul Search series. Uh, Next week, we're going to be talking about the vision of the church. I want to encourage you, especially next Sunday, if you can be here. If you're interested in where we're going, a big picture, I'm going to be speaking a vision-related message. But today, we are uh, in soul search. We've been looking at over this series, what is our soul thirsty for? And we believe as followers of Christ that what our souls are ultimately thirsty for is Jesus Christ and a living relationship with him. And so we've been looking at some of the things that, that we're called to and that we're drawn to in our life, things like purpose and identity and finding our identity in Christ. And last week we talked about intimacy. Today uh, we're talking about success. Now, uh, did you notice that the band was up here this morning in their plaid and beards? How many people noticed there was a bit of a coordinated effort this morning? If you were here on Christmas Eve... They did that to me again. They all wore plaid, and I showed up with a jacket. So be careful. Uh, Next week, watch out, all right? I wore a jacket, though, because today we're talking about success. So uh, success, and uh, that's what we're going to be looking at this morning. I want to remind us this morning of what is true success, and how can we achieve it in our lives Um. I'm going to give you something very practical, and so if you have a pen or paper, or maybe you just want to take out your your phone to the the notes section, um, I'm going to give you something today that I really believe will help you develop greater levels of success in your life, and so we're looking at building foundations uh, in in this area of our lives. Let me ask you a question. If you were to say, you know, if I were to ask you, what does a successful person look like in Calgary in 2017? Uh, just kind of in general, what would people say in our city of what success looks like? Just kind of scream it out to me. Just yell it out to me. A car? You have a nice car? Is that what you said? What else? A jacket? A nice jacket? Thank you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what else? What else? What, what would the people say? Huh? Money. Money. You got lots of cash, lots of money. What else? Happiness. What else? Purpose, somebody said what? A big house. What else? A job. How many know that oil jobs are coming back to Calgary? (laughs) 
whether or not you like Trump or not. <laughs> Oil's coming back, friends. Um, job. These are all kinds of things that in our culture we would say these are six signs of success. Good relationships, a nice house, achieving goals at work, promotions. And listen, as the people of God, I believe God has put success deep in our hearts. There's nothing wrong with us desiring success and even being successful in many of those areas. But the problem is, if we are striving for those things and those things alone, we will never, ever attain success in our lives. We'll miss it every time. I want to show you a video. Have you ever felt like this? Uh, I want to show you on the screens here. You ever felt like this in the, in the way of chasing success in life? Have a look. Oh. Okay, this is classic right here. Chasing success. Ah. Oh. <laughs> How many people have ever felt like that? Just chasing stuff. You just can't get it. You can't get to it. You know, people in our culture will, will chase these kinds of things. And again, as the people of God, God wants you to be successful in every area of your life. And let me just say right from the very beginning, God wants you to be successful in your marriages. God wants you to be successful in your business. God wants you to, to grow and to prosper and to set goals and to achieve goals. These are all worthy things in life. But when we make those things the focus, we're missing what true success is. I'm gonna show you from scripture how we can build foundations for true success and how we can develop those things in our lives that will guarantee us success as, as God sees it in our lives and how we can grow in those things as a church because God has called us as a church to be successful. Somebody say amen. And to accomplish what he desires. So Joshua chapter one is where we're going this morning. I didn't read the scripture yet, did I? Three services later. <laughs> Joshua chapter one. I'm gonna read it and you can follow along. After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, and he said, Moses, my servant is dead, and therefore the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, across the Jordan River and into the land that I'm giving them. I promise you what I promised Moses. Wherever you set your foot, you will be on the land that I have given you. Go down to verse 5. No one will be able to stand against you as long as you live, for I will be with you as I was with Moses, and I will not fail you or abandon you. Be strong and courageous, for you are the one that will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I will give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then, watch this, then you will be successful in everything you do. Study this book of instruction continually. Meditate on it day and night, and you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then will you prosper and succeed in all you do. Somebody say amen. amen. And this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified, afraid, or discouraged. For the Lord, your God, is with you wherever you 
go. Amen. Somebody say amen if you believe it this morning. Amen. Amen. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for this opportunity to gather in your presence and around your word today. And Father, we thank you, Lord, that you are doing something supernatural and significant in this day, in this age that we live in today. And Father, we thank you that you are at work in your church. And God, you have things in your heart for us to to walk into and experience here at First Assembly in our lives individually and as a church. And Father, we thank you that you've called us to success. Today, Holy Spirit, we pray that you would help us to achieve everything you've called us in. And may it begin today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God has called us to success. Have you ever just um, signed up for something? Somebody said, hey, we need some help. And you say, hey, I'll volunteer. And before you realize it, you're the person in charge of it. Some of you are like, yeah, that's why I don't sign up for stuff at the church. I want to encourage you that that's, that's not our flow at First Assembly. We believe that every person matters, every ministry matters. And one of the things we believe is that many hands make the work light and fun and easy in the kingdom. And so you don't have to worry about that if you feel like a heart to serve. But if you've been around any time at all, you've probably signed up for something and you found yourself in charge. I remember being, uh, I was 15 years old probably, and my youth pastor got up one night and he said, all right, in a few weeks' time, we're going to be having youth participation service. And he scanned the room and he said, all right, Kirk, you're preaching for 15 minutes and... Ben, you're preaching for 15 minutes. He uh, voluntold me. <laughs> have you ever been voluntold? Now, it was a pretty good message, actually. You should have been there for it. Um, my first message, Romans chapter 12. And uh, I got through it. And uh, so did the people. But I got signed up. I got drafted. I got signed up for something that... Um, that I wasn't necessarily expecting. This is kind of what Joshua uh, is experiencing. Joshua was uh, one of the spies that went into the land. He went in with one of the, all those 12 spies that went into the, the promised land to Canaan, where God had promised that the people of God, that, that was their destiny. It was a land uh, flowing with milk and honey, as the scripture says. Now, there were giants in that land. The, the people were big. They were they were tall. The, the produce from that land. I mean, Costco. They had, they had the Costco's, like the 24-hour Costco's. I mean, they had, they had the vegetation. They had the produce. And, and man, and so when the spies came back, they said, yeah, the produce is great, but these guys are going to kill us. Everybody except for two people, Caleb and Joshua, who we're looking at this morning. He had faith in his heart that what God was calling them to, that they would find success that they would find victory in the promises of God. And I believe this morning that as a church, God is calling us into an unprecedented season of favor and breakthrough. And that God's desire is that we would experience supernatural success in every area of our lives. Now we can either just sit back and go, well, I'm just gonna show up at church on Sunday and sing my hill songs and Christian songs and it's gonna be okay and, and uh, do my best just to kind of live for Jesus. And, or, or we can get really thirsty. 
and really hungry for God. And we can say, God, we want to have a heart and a spirit like Joshua that says, when you call us, Lord, we're going to expect that success is going to take place. And we're going to walk into the promises that you have for us. And I believe that it's in your heart today. I believe that's one of the reasons why you're here today is that God has called you ultimately to succeed in life and to experience success. And God is calling Joshua. It's his time to lead the people of God into incredible breakthrough and promises. If this was a football game, Moses, he ran the ball all the way down. He was just a few yards away from a touchdown. And now Joshua, it's his turn. He's called into the game. And it's his job now to run the ball into the end zone. As a church, I believe that we're in a very unique season of time. I believe that in the church, not just First Assembly, but globally, I believe that there's something that has shifted and is continuing to shift in the spirit, that there's a window of opportunity, there's a, there's a day, there's a, there's a time of salvation and breakthrough for us to walk into. And we need to position ourselves with hearts to say, God, I want to build the foundations of true success in my life. I am committed to walking in the success and the favor of God in our lives. I believe that this is what God is calling us to as we move into this season. And so what is true success? We know what the world looks at as success. Again, not all those things are bad to have achievement in life, but what is true success and how do we achieve it? Well, first of all, let's define true success. Here's potentially um, a great way to define success from a biblical perspective. True success is when you and I fulfill God's purpose for our lives. We are successful people in God no matter what. Now, we may have a good job. We may not have a great job. But I believe God wants to give you something better. I believe he wants to give you promotion in your life, like we prayed earlier in the service. But right now, you can experience success, whether or not you're in a relationship. Right now, you say, I'm struggling in this relationship. God wants you to know that right away, you can experience success as you begin to step into fulfill the purpose that he's created you to fulfill. It's actually following Jesus. It begins with following Christ in our lives. It begins with following Jesus and and walking with him experiencing his fullness in our lives. This is where success ultimately starts. God said to Joshua, the time has come for you to lead these people. This was the assignment that God had for Joshua. What is the assignment that God has for you? I believe that as we step in wholeheartedly and say, God, I want to begin to seek you. I want to begin to understand why you created me and what that purpose is for me to to walk in. It starts with salvation. It starts with us coming to Jesus and he forgives our sins. But friends, there's so much more for you than, than, and I'm not belittling this, but than just going to heaven one day, although that's going to be exciting. We're going to have the streets of gold and all that kind of amazing things to look forward to, being in God's presence for eternity. But friend, there's something that God has for you to experience right now in your life. There's something, there's breakthrough, there's goodness, there's favor, there's promotion, there's success for you even right now. And it's discovering that and it's being open to that. A successful person, true success, somebody who's hungry for true success is somebody that says, God, I desire everything you have for me. 
I want all that you have for me in my life. And this is in the heart of Joshua that he's saying, God, I want to press into your promises. Now, Joshua was afraid, probably like you and me. He was human. He had some weaknesses. He has this ragtag group of a million or so people, and they're at the banks of the Jordan River. He's got this church to lead. And these people, they're not used to warring. They're you know, they're, they're, they're people that were in slavery for 400 years. And, and, and they, you know, for Moses, they caused all kinds of problems for Moses. Moses tried to do some things, and he's like, goes up and gets the Ten Commandments. He comes back. They made a calf, and they're doing all this stuff. And Moses gets ticked off, and so he has to go back up the mountain and, and you know, get, some, get the Ten Commandments again. And the disobedience of these people and this kind of ragtag group of people that complained and grumbled in the wilderness. And, and, and now God says to Joshua, okay, now take this group of people and you're going to experience great success and victory. And Joshua knew, because he was one of the spies going into the land, what kind of giants that they would have to face. And like you and me, sometimes we look at life and we see some of the challenges that are before us and some of the giants that are coming against us and even the perpetual spiritual warfare that we all face as followers of Christ. And, and we can choose to, to shrink back and get scared or we can choose to, choose to lean in and say, God, I want to go with you. I want to be successful. I want to step into everything you, you have for me. And we can step in and, and we can commit in our hearts and say, God, I believe that true success is fulfilling what you have for me in my life. Success is more than reaching goals. It's truly discovering your God-given passion and purpose in your life. As a church, we are committed to helping you find that. Next Sunday, as I mentioned, is a Vision Sunday. I'm gonna be sharing more about how we're moving together and how you can find that purpose and that passion and the gift that God's called you to. Jesus put it this way. He said, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish the work. Achievement alone will never satisfy. But as we surrender to God's purposes for our life, starting with coming to Jesus for our salvation, we will see success. To the degree that we surrender our lives is to the degree that we can walk in true success. Secondly, this morning, true success is found in God's presence. What, is, what it is, is it's fulfilling his purpose. How we find it, here's one of the secrets. One of the secrets is that we find success in his presence. That's where you and I find true success. Outside of him, we can do nothing. There's a partnering, that we partner with God, where we seek his presence. God's presence is mysterious. Sometimes he just comes in and he invades our life with love and with his grace. But so often, God has also called us to seek him. The Bible says that as we draw near to God, he will draw near to us. Now, for salvation, we know that Jesus has come to us. He he came while we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. He came to seek and save the lost. He's made the first initial move in this relationship. But then there's times where God will call us to seek his presence and to understand his presence, to identify in him and know that his presence is is in our lives and for us. So success in our lives is resting in the fact that God's presence is with us. He said to Joshua, he said, I'm with you. My presence is is with you. We, We can know that he is with us and we can experience success in our life. Listen, we have some challenges in life and true success is not where you are, but it's knowing that God is with you wherever you are. 
Joshua was right on the cusp of stepping into something kind of scary, kind of uncertain, but he knew that God's presence was with him. The psalmist said, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? Throughout scripture, God promises his presence to his people as he calls them to be successful for him. God promised his presence to Moses. God promised his presence, we see here to Joshua, to Joseph in the Bible. It's, there's a beautiful scripture that says that God was with Joseph and he experienced success. The Lord was with Joseph and gave him success in whatever he did. This is really encouraging for, for me. And here's why. Joseph, he came from a pretty dysfunctional family. If you think about it, he was this young guy with dreams and visions and all kinds of things that God had put in his heart to, to achieve in his life. And then he began to share these things with his brothers and his brothers abandoned him. And his brothers basically betrayed him and wanted to kill him, ended up selling him as a slave. He found himself in Egypt as a slave. He found himself in prison and can you imagine in Joseph's life, you know, life he, he, he must have had those moments where he was like, God, you called me to success. You called me to rule. You called me to all these things. I had these dreams when I was a kid, and I feel stuck. I feel stuck in this place. God, what, what, what is it going to take for me to break through? But the Bible says that God's presence, even in the middle of the setbacks, his presence was with him. True success is knowing that no matter what you're going through right now, that you can rest in the fact that God's presence is with you. As you are a follower of Jesus, his presence is with you. It's his purpose and it's his presence and he's with you today and you will succeed because he will lead you through. Success is related to God's blessing in our lives. And if we're going through a rough spot, you will get through it. And thirdly, this morning, true success is promised as we meditate and obey God's word. This is such a key. We can achieve all the goals we want in life, but this is really where true success starts. It's meditating on, it's hungering for, it's spending time personally in God's word in our lives. It's, it's setting our hearts and our lives in a place where we say, God, give us a fresh hunger for your word. Now, Here's the reality. Most, most of us, as we follow Jesus, sometimes we get into you know, patterns of, in our lives or, or goals where we you know, read the word of God, then we seem to get out of that habit. And this is not a condemning thing at all this morning. But I believe that God is calling us as a church to really dig into and dive into God's word in this season ahead at a new level. He wants us to understand who he is by spending time in his word and letting the word of God change us and, and saturate ourselves in his word. When we meditate and reflect on scripture, it, it purifies us. We, we, our hearts are, are purified and aligned with God. It, it brings comfort to our lives. It, it keeps us aware of his presence. It keeps us increasing in faith. It gives us wisdom. It enlarges our view of who God is as we spend time in his word. And here's what I want to give us this morning, just a simple tool that I believe will help you and help me and help all of us as we move forward in, in meditating on God's word. Um, the word meditation is similar to Psalm 1 where it talks about how the man is blessed. The blessed man is one who he meditates on the law of God and, and on his law he meditates and he's like a tree that is planted and, and those roots go deep down and, and bring fruitfulness. And it's the same word here, meditate. And the, the idea of that word meditate is to chew over. 
And so God's word in our lives, if we want to see success, if we want true success in our lives, we, we actually take God's word and we allow it to become part of who we are. And we think about it and we obey it and we chew it over and we think about it again and we ask the Holy Spirit, show me more, show me deeper. What are you saying to me, God? You see, God's word is not just a history book, although there's history. It is not just a book with some poetry, although there's poetry. It's not just an account and, 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 you know, and, and gospel sharing the life of Jesus, it's, although it is, but it's, it's, it's living. The word of God is living and it's transformational. And I believe that as we move into a new season, that God is saying, I'm calling you to success. And it starts with a renewed hunger for his word. True success is promised to us. This is, this is a promise of God's word. You will be successful as you prioritize and you meditate on God's word. Let me give you this simple tool. This may be a reminder for some, but this may be brand new for others. This is a great way I wanna help you to study scripture on a daily basis. It's called the SOAP method of studying scripture. And it's very simple. And this is where you might wanna make some notes if you're interested in this, but to each day, take time in the scripture. Now you can take... Um, you know, a whole chapter of the Bible, or you can take a, a portion of Scripture. But the first thing you do is you just let the Scripture be the Scripture. You just read it. And if you want to take it another step, you can even journal it. You can begin to write down a chapter or a portion of Scripture that, you, that you're meditating on. And you just read it for what it is, and you write it down. And then after you read it and perhaps write it down, you look and you observe. And it's observation. You say, okay, what are some things in this portion of Scripture that, that are jumping out at me? What are some questions I have that arise as I read the scripture? And so you're actually beginning to dig into it a little bit more. And then thirdly is application. And this is where it becomes personal in our lives. Take a moment as you've read the scripture. Now you've written it out and you've looked at it. You've observed some things about it. Now you say, God, can you show me now this scripture? What are you saying to me? How does this apply to me in my life? And you write those things down. And then you take some time and then you pray. And you say, God, I want to pray through this portion of Scripture. I want to pray that this Scripture becomes alive in me. This is called the SOAP method. I want to encourage us as we are in the beginning of a new year, if for some reason we've got out of the habit of spending time in God's Word, where we would take some time each day to study, each day to meditate, I believe that this will be such a help for you. And you know, the promise is that we will find true success in our lives as we align our lives, there is so much wisdom. There is so much revelation. There is so much that God wants to say to you and to me. And as a church, he wants to say these things to us and help us to move forward. And I want to encourage us that as we begin this new year to even starting this week, uh, you know, it's always good to think on Sunday what we want to start on Monday. And on Monday, we can begin to take action in our lives to move us forward in this area of growing in God's word and meditating on his word, that we would achieve supernatural success in our lives. You know, it's true that if you read one chapter of the New Testament only five days a week, you'll read through the whole New Testament within one year. I think that's an achievable goal. That may be a goal that you might want to set out to accomplish this year or another goal. But I want to encourage us today. Say, God... I desire success in my life, and I want to reground. I want to realign. There's no condemnation, but if you've been out of the habit, to get back into the habit, and I believe that we will begin to see levels of success and breakthrough like we haven't seen for the longest time 
as we realign our heart with the Lord. Finally this morning, I'm gonna ask the musicians to come back at this time. Hopefully that'll be a tool that will help you. But this is how I wanna conclude this morning. True success is knowing that God is greater than the enemies you face. We gotta get this in our spirit. We experience true success understanding that Jesus died for us, that we're saved, we're going to heaven, but there's a greater purpose, that he has, a, he has gifts for us, that he's given us, and he, he desires us to walk in obedience to him, to fulfill everything. True success is hungering and longing for God's presence and being saturated in his presence and, and, and acknowledging his presence and resting in his presence. And even in the hard times, it's, it, it can be challenging, but we know he's with us. He said to Joshua, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Jesus said he would never leave us. He would never leave us. And acknowledging his presence in our lives. But it's also about realigning our hearts to God's word in a fresh and a new way for a new year. Saying, God, I want to know you. I want you to speak to me. As Sarah said, that we would have ears to hear what he's saying to us individually. And I believe as we do that, we're going to be able to hear God in a greater way as a church. I believe we're going to be able to hear God in, in, in greater ways as to the future of where he's calling us. And we know that true success is knowing that God is greater than the enemies we face. God said to Joshua, he said, be strong. I want to say to you this morning, be strong. Be strong. Allow the strength of the Holy Spirit to come into your life and into your spirit today to enable you to accomplish what he's created you to accomplish. Enable you to fulfill what he has in his heart. Enable you to walk in greater levels of success in your life than you've ever dreamed or ever known before. I believe that as we take this word to heart as a church, Joshua, as he went into the promised land, it didn't mean that the battles were over. In fact, they had all kinds of new battles to face. They had all kinds of new things that God was, was saying to Joshua again and again, be strong. Be strong and courageous. And this morning, I believe that God is saying to you, be strong wherever you are in your life today. God is saying, I'm strong. I'm God. You are a set apart people. You see, when we get a hold of this, that God is, is greater. We were singing that song right at the end, Michael. Can we do that one more, one more time? When we get a revelation of who God is in our lives, and as we move into a season, the season that God has before us, that we would say, Lord, we want to walk in the success that you have for us. Would you stand up with me together, would you? Let's just open our hearts to God this morning as we think about the word. would invite you in this place is for a few moments if you would like to to reach your hands out to God just symbolizing just reaching out your life to him there's all kinds of levels of success that that God wants to see us break through in his church and let's not have the mindset that achieving leadership and influence is ungodly that's very very godly and God is calling us as his people, like Daniel, like Shadrach, like Meshach, like Abednego in Babylon to lead. 
And I believe that the Lord is breathing on his church again in this time and in this window and in this season. And he's calling us to step into success. It's our choice. Will we sit back or will we lean in? Will we step in? Will we be like Joshua that would be willing? God is calling people in this room today. There's some people that you're called in the, in the realm of business to be salt and light in that arena in our city and perhaps in our nation. That that mountain of society is going to be influenced because somebody said, yes, I'm going to align my life with what God says is success. And I'm going to let that be the foundation. And every goal and every achievement, like Joseph, I'm going to let God lead me and open those doors. And I feel like the Lord is just saying this morning to you, are you willing to say yes? Are you willing to make some alignment and adjustment in your life this morning in that area of the business realm? I also believe this morning in the education world that God is calling people to realign your priorities to what is godly success? What does that look like? How can I influence within the school system, within the educational world? And to align and say, I'm going to be one that influences that mountain of culture. In others of you, it's the political arena. God knows we need salt and light. We need leadership in Canada. There might be some young people. I feel like there's somebody here this morning, and you're probably in your teens or early 20s. And God has been speaking to you about the political arena. God has been speaking to you about the political arena. And he's just looking for a heart that just says, yes, I will. And some of you, you've been afraid because some of your friends might think it's geeky or weird or whatever, but God has been putting his finger on you and calling you into that political arena of wealth, of influence, of influence. Is there anybody here this morning that's you? You're, let's, let's pray for you if you feel that. You're in your teens or your 20s this morning and you feel like there's a call to politics. Is there anybody this morning? in the political arena and you say God's just been speaking to me about that okay Amber somebody come and lay hands on Amber up here just for a moment anybody else this morning just raise your hand that political arena okay just start laying hands on people in this room Uh, the business arena the business arena raise your hand if you're feeling God speaking to you big time right now just raise your hand high okay there's some people if there's somebody with their hand raised this morning you say God's calling me it's the business arena what about What about the family? God's called you in the area of family to be a mom, to be a dad, to be a grandparent, to leave a legacy. Just raise your hand this morning. Just raise your hand. That's me saying, God, yes, I want to see success. Arts and entertainment. God's given you incredible creativity and a passion for the entertainment world. Yeah, somebody lay hands on that lady right there. Is that Lorna? Yeah, Lorna's going to get something this morning. Okay, just find people. If they're raising their hand, just reach out and put your hand on their shoulder. Or if it's you, just lift both your hands. That's fine. Thank you, Father. In the church world, God is calling us to step in as pastors, missionaries. There's a call of God in your life to influence that realm, that arena, that mountain, to be salt and to light. Say, I am committing my heart to be a person of success God's way. I'm telling you guys, if you want it, the favor's here. 
If you don't want it, that's okay. But if you want it, God's favor is about to pour out over this church and over this city in new and unprecedented ways. Whatever arena God's speaking to you about, just raise your hands to him this morning if you want it. You say, God knows what he's talking to you about. And you're saying this morning, God, I'm willing. I'm willing to go to the next level. I'm willing to go to the next level of influence. And some of you have been scared that it's going to require uh, more of you. Yes, it may, but he said that my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So let that fear break off of you, that fear of requirement. Some of you are beating yourself up saying, I'm not good enough. I've failed. I've made too many mistakes. I break that off of your life in Jesus' name. Today is a brand new day of grace. Everything from here forward is future. Leave the past behind, forgetting what is behind and pressing on. Pressing on to what is ahead, what God has for you. Raise your hand this morning. She's saying, God, do not pass me. Here I am, that the eyes of the Lord are looking to and fro throughout the earth, seeking whose hearts are, are completely dedicated. God, Lord, I just pray that that would be me. And give me the grace to be that person, that my heart would be fully dedicated to you. That this people, that this church, that this city, that this time, that you, as you're looking throughout the earth, God, we're not going to miss out on this unprecedented day. We're not going to miss out on it. We're not going to miss out on it. We're going to lean in. We're going to press in. We're going we're to measure and align success the way you measure success. Father, we're not going to settle for second best. We're not going to settle for mediocrity. We're going to be like those surfers that see the wave coming in. We're going to get out there. We're not going to be just sit back and be spectators. We're going to go in and we're going to press in. We're going to align ourselves. We're going to get in the place where we need to be. We're going to refocus on the word. We're going to re-hunger for your presence. We're going to re-hunger, Lord, for the priority of your purpose for our lives, for this church, for this time. There's no holding back. There's no holding back. There's no holding back. Today is the day of decision. We're deciding. We're deciding today, Lord. We want, we want to see the outpouring of the Holy Spirit fresh in Calgary. We want to see it. God, set us on fire. God, give us a new passion for souls. God, give us a new passion for the harvest, oh God. Heal us and burn away, God, those things inside of us that have crowded out that that place that is only for you. Give us hearts like Joshua as you call us. You said you will find success. God, we're not going to fear. We're not going to shrink back. And God, today, in the name of Jesus, there's breakthrough coming. There's breakthrough that's here. Just reach out and grab that breakthrough today. Reach out and grab that breakthrough today. Father, if you pray in the Spirit, let's begin to pray in the Spirit right now in this room. If you pray in the Spirit, it's time. It's time to begin to pray in the Spirit. It's time to begin to pray in the Spirit.